0: On the evening of March 24th, 1980, Roman Catholic Archbishop Oscar Romero began to celebrate a mass in the small chapel of Divine Providence Hospital in El Salvador. After two days of engagements filled with preaching and meeting with fellow colleagues in ministry, Romero stepped up to the pulpit to give what would be his last sermon. Because as he said his final words, and stepped away from that pulpit, a red car pulled up on the street outside of the chapel. And from the car emerged a man who stepped through the door, raised a gun, and fired one, possibly two, shots, only to then speed off in his car. Romero was struck in the heart and died quickly thereafter. He died for speaking out against the social injustice, and violence happening in his country. He died for proclaiming that as Christians, the Salvadoran soldiers should obey the ways of God rather than the oppressive ways of their government. He died for pointing to God's presence with and love of those on the margins, those who were the most poor and the most disregarded. He died a martyr of God and was canonized a saint on October 14th, 2018. And much like John the Baptist and Isaiah, I would imagine that Romero's life was difficult most of the time. I imagine he likely felt lonely or afraid. I imagine he had to muster an enormous amount of courage to say the things he felt he had to say and to do the things he was called to do. But there was something in Romero, just as there was something in Isaiah and John the Baptist, that gave him the strength and the courage to do the work he was given to do. And I think it had a lot to do with the fact that he knew Just as John the Baptist and Isaiah, he knew who he was, and he knew who he was not. This week we have John the Evangelist's introduction of John the Baptist in the wilderness. And while we heard a very similar account from Mark's gospel last week, there are some key differences between the two readings One of the most important parts of John the Evangelist's account of John the Baptist is the priests and Levites' question, Who are you? They ask him two times, Who are you? And ask, What do you say about yourself? To which John replies, I am not the Messiah, but rather the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord And in his statement, in his proclamation, he clarifies and reiterates his call to testify to the light, not to be the light, but to testify to it. John could have just as easily used his power and his influence to pretend to be a messiah, to claim that he was indeed the very one that everyone had been waiting for, but instead He stuck to his work. And because of that, because of his understanding of his role and of his call and his willingness to stick to that, he was able to pave a pathway in his time and in his place for Jesus to come and be made flesh. And I think Romero was able to do this. Romero was able to do the same as John the Baptist Because he knew who he was, and he knew who he was not. Because he knew who he was called to be, he too was able to pave a pathway for God to become incarnate in his time and in his place. And I know this about him. I know that he knew who he was in the work to which he was called, because he wrote the following profound words. It helps now and then to take a step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it is even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is a way of saying that the kingdom always lies beyond us. We cannot do everything. And there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something and do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders. Ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. I find Romero's words to be so grounding during Advent as we seek to wade through the darkness of our world and name all of those places that the light of Christ is most needed. Because there is the temptation for us, as we do the work of Advent, to do too much. The needs of the world can be utterly overwhelming. And I know more than anyone that there can be a temptation to enter into any given situation and attempt to be a messiah rather than a minister, a master builder rather than a worker. Because, of course, my way is the right way. Is the best way, always. But Romero and Isaiah and John the Baptist all knew that when we seek to be the master builder, when we think of ourselves as the Messiah, we can, in fact, limit the vision of God's kingdom. They knew, and they invite us to remember, that the magnificent vision that is God's work is always beyond our vision. We are ministers, not messiahs. Workers, not master builders. Prophets of a future not our own. And there is indeed liberation in realizing that. There is liberation in knowing that the burden of fixing all of the problems of this world does not lie solely on our shoulders, but rather upon God's. And in truth, it has already been accomplished, it has already been fixed in the life and work and death and resurrection of God made flesh in Christ. And we are sent by God to testify to that truth, to testify to that light, each in our own way. So on this Godotay Sunday, as we give thanks for and rejoice in the dawning light of Christ in our midst, we are invited to ask ourselves, who am I? Who am I, and how is the Spirit of the Lord upon me? In the wilderness of this world, how has God appointed me? To bring good news to the oppressed and to bind up. brokenhearted? How has God called me to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners? How has God sent me to testify to the light with my words and with my whole being? Who am I and what work have I been given to do? The days may be difficult and it may be lonely, but the work to which we are called as the work which allows the true light of the world, the true Messiah of the world, to become incarnate here and now. It may feel like a tall order, but we can rest in the words of Oscar Romero. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation and realizing that. And this enables us to do something, and do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter in and to do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. Thanks be to God for that.